Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 1039 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here with uh, a legendary man with an amazing career. And uh, he has to look back and and, uh, say, uh, this has been an unbelievably well-spent life, and it's still going strong. And now uh, he is uh, involved in the initiation and the launch of Living Earth Movement, which is, uh, and by the way, the launch date for that will... We'll celebrate, too, you know, the, the dual purpose, not only of the organization, but it's 97th birthday, and this February 25th at 4 p.m. Pacific time, and we'll send you to the, the website, and uh, several special guests uh, will be there, and, uh, just uh, an amazing array of talent, um, including Al, Al Gore's uh, daughter, John Perkins, David Corton, uh, so many more, but let me introduce... Uh, the great John Cobb to everyone, and he can tell us a little more about the event and everything else that's going on. Uh, John, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? Well, I'm doing terrific, but not it only... It sounds that, like you are doing, what should I say, keeping a lot of balls in the air at the same time. <laughs> it seems like you've done that uh, for a long period of time. <laughs> And, and I said you have to be very proud of your work, but uh, you also have to be very uh, uh, enthusiastic about what the future holds for this new organization. Uh, give us a little rundown on that, if you don't mind, on the Living Earth Movement. Yes, the Living Earth Movement. That's a name that doesn't emphasize the particular focus, but we decided we would, because that's what we're really interested in, then we could say right now we're particularly concerned about U.S.-China relations because uh, the American press and propaganda system seem to be sort of preparing us for war with China, <laughs> at least the Cold War with China. And at this particular juncture in world history, unless China and the United States can cooperate in dealing with such matters as global warming, but there are lots of other issues coming down the pike. If they don't cooperate, there's very little chance of our avoiding horrors beyond imagination. Yeah, I know you had recently sent a, a letter to President Biden. Uh, can you explain what was in that letter? Oh, yes. Well, uh, I have a a good relationship with some of the leaders in China. I don't know the president, but a man who is often thought of as the vice president of China. He's the head of the parliament. Uh, I do know more, more personally. And so I have uh, the opportunity as an, an American to possibly have some influence in China. Please don't, I, I, I don't want to say these things strongly because you never know. But uh, I wrote a letter to Biden and to, to Xi jointly so that they would both know what I was saying to the other one. And I did so at a point at which I knew that Biden was specifically asking Xi to cooperate with him 
on global warming issues. And I said, uh, Mr. Biden, if you continue to repeatedly say that China is enemy number one, you make it almost impossible for Xi to, in any public way, cooperate with you. And that language of enemy is not helpful if we're working, if we want to have a cooperative world. And then I said to Xi that if Biden makes any gesture, please know that this may be costly to him politically and take even a modest gesture very seriously. And please then cooperate with him. And uh, it happened that Biden did make, in one of the speeches around the Glasgow conference, um, Biden did make the statement that China should be thought of as competitor number one. I think that was the language, but in in any case, perfectly honest and accurate language. And whether he has himself carried out all that, I'm not sure, but it was a gesture of the sort I was talking about in the letters. And uh, then it did happen that she came late, joined late in the Glasgow conference. And it did happen that a a committee has been organized, a high-level committee, John Kerry is the head of the American delegation to the committee to work on joint statements about how to respond to the climate change. So whether whether my letter had anything to do with developments, the three things I specifically asked for did take place. And we are eager to carry on, and we worry that the level of hostility toward China and negative interpretation of everything China does in the American press would prevent any real cooperation from taking place. So we want to try to counter the enmity, and uh, of course China does does things we don't like, and we do a lot of things China doesn't like, but uh, China is not really a villainous place, and the U.S. is not villainous. There's no need for them to hate each other. It's perfectly possible we cooperate with nations that do much worse things than China is doing. So it's just, if if we can persuade the American people that cooperation with China is necessary for a healthy survival of the planet, maybe this could have some influence upon our government and uh, media. Let me That's just our one, dream. Let, not, let me interrupt just to remind folks yes. who they're listening to, and you're listening to the voice of John Cobb, Jr., and we're talking, uh, you know, uh, around his 97th birthday and also uh, a dual celebration, uh, and, and that would be the launch of the Living Earth Movement, which uh, is on uh, February 25th at 4 p.m. Pacific time. And uh, I'm going to send you 
uh, you know, all the information, folks, uh, if, if you're watching this, uh, you can kind of uh, click on and we'll give you the, the website uh, at the end and we'll let you know. But uh, if you Google Living Earth Movement and John Cobb, you'll, uh, you'll, you'll certainly find out uh, about the event. Uh, Frank McKay here once again with John Cobb Jr. Uh, John, your, your uh, point about uh, cooperating with China is, is a, a very important one, but it's one that I hope isn't falling on deaf ears, at least as far as the public goes. I, I don't know what good it would do for, for us not to cooperate with China. Uh, it's, it, you know, it is, a, it is a small world when it comes down to it. And uh, and we're two of the biggest players, if not the two big players, in this world. And we are the two big, biggest players. There's no question. And to to be at odds with the other big players just uh, is is not a happy ending in sight. We have to learn to cooperate with each other. Uh, how does it look? Are you optimistic about where we're heading with uh, U.S. and China as far as? Uh, uh, even the response of your letter. What was the response of your letter from President Biden? Well, I, I was ex trying to explain that the three things I specifically asked for all happened. So in that sense, whether it's because I asked for them or just because they thought the same way I thought, it doesn't matter. If that was very good news. But the tonality of the American press is creating an, a hostility that's going to make it extremely difficult for the Chinese, for the American government to be at all cooperative with China. And of course, when a country is constantly insulted and, and attacked, it is not likely to respond. So unless we can get some change, in the climate of the United States, there's not much hope. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah, it's dark days ahead, at least towards a Cold War-looking type situation. I hope. And the Cold War doesn't set the context for cooperation. No, it, it certainly doesn't. Uh, it's uh, it's sometimes hard to be optimistic about the relationship, the future. Oh, I'm, I'm, I mean, we organize this out of desperation, not out of. Optimism. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just, I, I see it. What do you think your organization could do? Um, I, I mean, I guess awareness is first and foremost, right? Getting awareness to, to people and to the press, to the media, so that they could bang the drum. But it's going to be very difficult to change the hearts and minds of, of Americans and until, uh, until the public... Um, has a feeling that we are, uh, you, you, it's necessary to uh, to soften the, uh, you know, I, I don't want to say hatred, but the distrust and the anger towards each other, or at least from our end, we, we can control that. China will, I, I think, gladly get along with the United States as long as we changed our dialogue. The question is, can we get the U.S. to change the dialogue? And in your opinion, with all your experience, um, is it uh, is it feasible? Is it feasible that the American people can be persuaded to take a different stance with China? Because that's what'll lead, obviously, to the to the politicians changing their stance. Yes. Well, and of course, the American people think what the media tells them to think. 
And so we, we simply got to get some message in the media that millions of people will hear that will say the way we're going now is so self-destructive. Going heading for war is the last thing that last is the worst possible response to global warming and many other ecological problems. I think a lot of Americans if they simply have somebody telling them that, we'll say, well, that's certainly true. I, I think it's so common sense that it must not be absolutely impossible to get that message out. And uh, if, if Americans realize that present rhetoric and present ac actions about Taiwan, and of course, you could do very much the same thing about Ukraine and Russia, but our connections were on the China side, so I'll stick to them. Uh, it's so, such common sense that the last thing we want is war. You see, the only kind of war that the United States can win against China is a nuclear war. If we, if we sent a huge army, a bigger army than we had in World War II to invade China, we, we could conquer China. So it's, uh, it's obvious that the people who want war want nuclear war. And that's, if the American people understood that just as they were prepared for war with Iraq by in that case, outright lying, they would become a little bit more skeptical about whether China is as horrible as the news media are making it. If you ask me how hopeful I am, well, I'm not, I'm not very hopeful, but I think there's a chance. And... Uh, I really wasn't expecting in my 97th year to uh, start a new organization, <laughs> but I wasn't aware that anybody else was doing anything much, and I'm not saying they're not, I just haven't heard of it. And it's, the, the message is such common sense. I mean, I, I have lots, lots more to say. I, I think uh, China has done some things we we could boast about and be very proud of and so forth. But that's not necessary. We don't need to do that. We just need to say we don't want to kill ourselves. That's enough to change our... our yeah. if, if you think about it, I mean, the words that you, you are saying is, are exactly right. But uh, right, anybody that wants a war... Any Americans that want a war with China are asking for a nuclear war. Exactly. It's the only, it's the only solution. We're not going to outman China. I mean, they, they've got a billion, they've got over a billion people in, uh, in, in China, and uh, you know, we're a third the size. We, we lost in Vietnam fighting against a very small right. power. So I, I don't think that our military would want to send troops to China. But of course, we are we're playing a very risky game 
in relation to the Taiwan, because I'm, I, I think it would have been better if China had just recognized that Taiwan was de facto a separate country. But China does not give, want to give up Taiwan any more than we would want to give up Alaska. And uh, if the U.S. pushes its military support of Taiwan, then the Chinese may take actions to which we will respond militarily. And I, I just think the danger is so great that it's so important to have some public statements uh, you you would think that some newspapers would point out how dangerous it was for us to play these these games. Uh, to me, uh, the what the media is doing uh, in regards to China is so irresponsible. It's uh, we're not wanting the uh, the people of what's going on. I, in fact, if you think about this, Mr. Cobb, the uh, the media are on all sides uh, the the left the right i mean if you want if you could find a center in uh, in the media no one uh, it, exactly no group is is uh is being diligent in pointing out the the doomsday that uh, that can happen if we don't settle our our issues with china or if we don't learn to cooperate with china let me remind folks that are just turning on their radios a little late or tuning in a little late, uh, John Cobb Jr. is our very special guest. He is celebrating his 97th birthday and, uh, at the same time, the launch of Living Earth Movement. The Living Earth Movement, which is just tremendous. It is, uh, it is begging, basically. It's, it's formed out of urgency. It is begging for the cooperation of, of people in this world, and certainly China and, and the United States as the two superpowers to get along to figure it out, to uh, to somehow try to coexist with each other, and their launch date is February 25th at 4 p.m. Uh, Pacific time, and that's 7 p.m. Uh, Eastern, and uh, and and again, it is it, it is a must, and some uh, some big dignitaries, including John John Perkins, Ms. Gore, and uh, David Corton will be there along with. Uh, John, uh, John Cobb. Uh, John, we've given very little information about the event other than the the date itself. Can you tell us where it is and uh, and and what um, what you imagine the program will be like? Well, these these days, when you say where where it is, a lot of people will be in different places <laughs> because it will be a zoo event. Gotcha. Yes, and uh, it will have it will have some entertainment, and it will have some speeches, and it will it it will try just to let as many people as it can know that we are a group of people who think that our treat our relationship to China is preventing us from taking those actions that might save us from really disastrous climate change and really disastrous droughts and really disastrous 
international relations. If, if we continue on our present path, millions, in fact, I think billions of people are going to die. Uh, if you haven't seen the movie, don't look up. Let me strongly recommend that. Because it just shows how irresponsibly people can respond. In that case, of course, the coming of the comet is much more definite, much more imminent, and so forth. It's not exactly the same as ecological crises. But ecological crises are almost as horrible. And if we, if we can really wake up to the fact that we're in a situation we have never been in, the world has never been in before. And if we don't, if we're not willing to make at least some minor changes in our lifestyle, if we're not willing to think differently about how cities should function, if we're not willing as individuals to imagine a different lifestyle, there is very little hope. And if the U.S. and China do not join hands in giving global leadership, if they have to oppose each other so that we divide up the world between one group and another and we spend huge sums of money on preparing to kill each other instead of thinking about how to change in a way that we could all have a livable planet. It just seems so distressing to me. I hope we can persuade a lot of people to begin to think about how they want to be represented in Congress. Amazing. I mean, just... I, I, I think it's, uh, it, it, I want to congratulate you on all your work. Uh, we didn't even get into your life's work. It's just tremendous. Hopefully I can get a part two and a part three with you uh, after the event, and we can discuss the successes of the event because we know uh, it, it's, uh, it's got a tremendous upside, the organization. And once again, the Living Earth Movement is the organization. Uh, tremendous. Frank McKay here, our very special guest, has been John Cobb, Jr., and uh, Mr. Cobb, I'm, I'm so sorry that you're spending your 97th birthday um, with these real live concerns uh, about where uh, the future of this this country, what the future of this world, this globe, is uh, is going. But I want to thank you very much for being here. Do you have a website that you'd like to give out or a, a social media site? Oh, well, neither. The living the website of the Living Earth. I think it's dot eco. Dot eco, yes it is. Right. Yes, it is. Yes, if but please share that information. Yeah. The website is brand new. It, 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 you understand this is all what we are just trying to bring into existence is something that can draw attention to common sense. And uh, come, I think come, it's common sense to want to live well and to have your children have a decent world. And that's so much more important than picking faults and emphasizing other people do things badly. We do bad things badly. Too. We do things badly, too. 
But just yelling at each other because we do bad things is not not the way to leave a world that can be inhabited by our children and grandchildren. So thank you for the opportunity, and please spread the word. Yes, and, and not necessarily about us, but just about the urgent reality of changing. Yeah, I, well, it, it's appalling, but the one thing the Democrats and Republicans can can agree on is to spend more money for the military in order to be able to fight China. But if we fight China, we just bring destruction on the whole planet. All right, listen, I'm 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 with you on that one. That's for sure. I can't I can't see how anyone else doesn't see it that way. But anyway, it's uh, it, it is. But, well, thank you, thank you. Well, I hope we. I hope we can work with each other. That would be wonderful. Wonderful. And let me give to everyone before we leave. Thank you very much, Mr. Cobb. But I'm going to give uh, livingearthmovement.eco.eco and also the live. Uh, I'm sorry, livingearthmovement.org is also will get you there. But uh, .eco or .org, either one. And please tune in on the 25th and uh, and and again it's uh, you know it's an organization started out of urgency a very important organization and a, a wonderful um, message uh, and again urgency is the word february 25th at 4 p.m. pacific 7 p.m. eastern time please join us i'll be there frank mckay signing off we'll see you all next time on breaking it down <laughs>